Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Wrestling. It is our final interview of the year, and it has been a hot minute since I've had a minute to chat with the hot mess. Chelsea Green joining me. And to be honest with you, man, I was fairly nervous to intro this interview because I feel like everybody hopping into this sort of stuff knows that they're going to give you the second best intro compared to Samantha Irvin at this point. Am I right? I mean, look, Samantha's intro is one for the books. However, I really liked that one. That was good. I'm going to remember I'll take it. You know what? If I'm going to be second best to anybody, happy to be second best to her. It is great to see you, homie. It has been one hell of a year. You're coming back up on one year since you returned to WWE. Maybe an easy one or maybe the most difficult question I'm going to ask you, but like, is there maybe one word or one feeling to sum up your last year since coming back to WWE? Oh, I mean, I guess just full circle, you know, after everything I've gone through in the company um, and outside of the company, this is the moment I've been waiting for to win a championship um, at the highest level, which is WWE. So definitely full circle. Now we're heading into rumble season. We're basically at the intersection, ready to turn off to the road to WrestleMania. You made history last year, but maybe not in the most ideal of senses. So what's your plan for the rumble this year? Is it maybe, can we get the insider that you'll be part of the rumble match or maybe chasing the tag team championships for the third time? May I add? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not sure what's happening with the rumble right now. You know, If WWE management is smart, they're obviously going to have me in. They're obviously going to make me number 30. Um, I won't complain if I'm 25 to 30. Um, But I mean, really, my goal is to kind of set history again, make history. I, I did that last year. And, you know, who cares what it was for? (laughs) <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm in the history books, and they cannot erase that. Um, so I haven't decided how I'm going to make history this year, but, you know, I still have a month to kind of decide and make my game plan. Very cool. Now, you did recently just lose the tag team titles. Apologies on that end of things. But you got to defend them with two wildly different partners in Piper Niven and Sonya Deville. Were there maybe, maybe any differences in working with the both of them? Obviously, both are great professional wrestlers in their own right, but... You had the tough enough experience with Sonya. You had that little bit of experience. Piper was a whole new ball game, I would have to assume. So what was it like working with the both of them? Maybe what were some of the differences in doing so? Well, even before those two, I um, I had Carmella before she yeah in with Dimitri. So, you know, that was an experience in itself. It was very much like a little mean girl click, um, two very aesthetically pleasing characters. And then I went on to Sonya where we really didn't know how we fit together. We knew we had to make it work. We just didn't know how. And I think at the end of the day, that ended up being what bonded us was the fact that, you know, just our history and the fact that we knew we had to make this work because this is our dream. And yeah. then moving on from that after Sonia was injured, which was so heartbreaking for, you know, definitely for her, but also for me because I had I had grown so close to her and she was kind of my comfort blanket at work at this new yeah. job. Um, then moving on and not knowing who I was going to be with when they said I was going to be with Piper. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that I actually lived in Japan with Piper and we oh, wrestled. Cool. Yeah. We wrestled for stardom together. So we did have a history. We already had a friendship. So that was actually out of the three, probably the easiest one to slip into. However, 
you know, we are not the same wrestler. We are not the same person. <laughs> so that's something that you have seen day in and day out in the ring, us trying to work on. And I mean, even in Des Moines, Iowa, like we were not on the same page. We may have lost the titles, but it doesn't mean we're not going to get them back. Um, and, and, you know, who knows, maybe going into this year's Royal Rumble, I now have some backup in Piper that might, that might play into something in there. I don't know, depending on what number we are. Like any good promoter, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> I do have to ask, obviously it worked out spectacularly for you, but uh, where did you want to take Chelsea's Got Talent? Did you maybe have someone in mind that you wanted to audition for it? Was there a long-term plan on Chelsea Green's end or was it as usual, just sort of see where things go? Well, I love that question because you know me as usual. It's where, see where things go. It's just like fly by the seat of my pants. However, if I'm being honest, I wanted Cardi B. <laughs> and if I couldn't get Cardi B, I wanted to wrestle Cardi B. <laughs> so, I mean, there was just so many good options in Chelsea's Got Talent. And like, I what I really liked is that we saw people from all over. We did see, you know, main roster talent and announcers. We saw Kathy Kelly. We saw R-Truth. Um, but we also saw really amazing NXT talent that people hadn't really seen yet. Carmen from NXT auditioned. We saw reality stars um, like Heidi Montag from The Hills. So, I mean... It could have been anyone. And I hadn't decided yet. You know, it was only it was only just the preliminary rounds. I had, nobody made it to the semifinals and the finals. Yeah, we weren't at the cuts portion yet. Yeah, yeah. Is what it is. Man, I absolutely loved it. I love that you brought up NXT there as well, too, because it was so cool to see you and Piper show up there. Obviously, you had the run there with Charlotte as part of your first experience with WWE. You mentioned full circle off the bat, so maybe I'm answering my own question here, Chelsea. But how cool was it to get the opportunity to go back after really not completely establishing yourself yet uh, on the main roster as a raw superstar, but to go back after, after you've uh, gotten your feet wet, so to speak. Well, um, there was a lot of different feelings about it. A lot of mixed emotions because my time at NXT was so rocky. Um, okay. I, I was, I was there and then I had broken my arm and then I was on the main roster and then I caught called back down to NXT. And then, you know, I, I had one, one um takeover wrestlemania match that had no crowd so it was just a really really unique experience for me and then finally this time when i was able to go back it was almost the experience that i had wished i had then yeah. and just i felt i felt like there was a lot of respect shown to me and everyone was really really sweet and the match was awesome and nxt just has a completely different crowd and energy then SmackDown or Raw in a in a really, really positive way. Every single show has a different crowd and a different energy, but NXT has something completely different and special. Yeah. You brought up there your brief call up to the main roster. Someone you worked with and someone we chatted about last time we uh, we hooked up here for an interview was working with Natalia. You've obviously had the opportunity to work with her a little bit more consistently, but before we really dive in, who had the idea to do the Heart Foundation costumes? Because those ruled. Actually, that's funny you asked that. Originally, I was going, I, I can't remember what Piper was going to be, but I was hoping to be, um, I was hoping Natalia would be Zack Ryder. So <laughs> I brought Zack Ryder stuff, but Natalia um, kind of had some stuff in her bag that I may or may, may not have stolen for the Heart Foundation. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was did she so know you were going to come like, out like that or did you just sort of surprise her with it look she may have been a little surprised um <laughs> i also don't know that she expected the full curls on me and facial hair on piper but that's the beauty of of this beast isn't it well, and you picked up your first singles win on Monday Night Raw in that match, which is a pretty cool little piece for you. I know like wins and losses don't necessarily matter a ton in professional wrestling, but getting the opportunity to have that happen in such a unique matchup against Natty, like what does that mean to you? I mean, hey, I can't I can't be a loser all year and then expect to take the championship <laughs> off Rhea Ripley. I got to win something, you know what I mean? I got to work hard to win something. So um, I actually didn't know that that was my first win. The internet told me, um, you know, I just go out there and try to do the best that I can possibly do. Hope that I come out with a win, but see what happens kind of thing. And and um, I mean, at the end of the day, that match was so fun and ridiculous and outlandish. And that's what I loved about it. It pretty well describes Chelsea Green in a match. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Chaotic. To say the least. Now, I want to tie it back because something that was really, really cool for me to see, not just once, but a couple of times, is you're making your way back to Vancouver. You're actually out there as a WWE ambassador for the Lions and for the Canucks. What's that mean to you to get the opportunity to, not that Vancouver doesn't have a thriving scene, but bring pro wrestling to maybe some new fans or seen in a new light in your hometown? I mean, it means everything. And I think that, I don't think anyone actually realizes how much it means to me, but I guess in Canada, we just really only have hockey. It's so hockey centric. Like I understand we have MLS teams. We have NBA, uh, an NBA team. We have a MLB team, but hockey is our thing. So we all grow up idolizing these hockey players. And I just want to give the people of not only Victoria or BC, but the people of Canada, something else to like love and watch and cheer for and support. And so to be able to go and um, maybe, maybe educate some Canucks fans and some Lions fans on what we do here at WWE, I'm hoping that on January 5th, when we do come to um, Rogers Arena, that maybe I'll have drawn in a couple, a couple of new fans and, and got them to watch WWE and maybe they'll fall in love with it. Now, obviously, we don't know quite yet. We're a couple of weeks out from January 5th, but would that be your first opportunity to get back to Rogers Arena or Rogers? It is Rogers Arena in Vancouver. We're Rogers Place in Edmonton. Excuse yep. my confusion. <laughs> but uh, is that going to be your first opportunity to wrestle there for the WWE? It'll be my first time wrestling on the West Coast of Canada for, I mean, other than an ind a little indie show here and there, It'll be my first time doing something with WWE on the West Coast of Canada. And that's that's huge. You know, my for the first time, all my friends will be able to come and watch me wrestle for WWE. And they've only been able to watch me on TV on Monday and Fridays. So it, you know, fingers crossed that I am able to get there um, and have a kick-ass match and maybe pull out a W for the Canadians. Who knows? <laughs> Well, and it seems like a good time to bust out the Canucks gear at that point. Well, let me tell you something. You know I'm a gear-obsessed girly, so I do have a new set of Canucks gear just in case I get the call. There you go. Again, stay tuned. You've got this promoter thing down better than I do. 
Um, it's pretty cool. Again, you know, you bring wrestling back to BC in a lot of ways and you head back to BC yourself, but it was cool for me. I'm doing my prep. Did you know that you were the first British Columbian to wrestle at WrestleMania since Earthquake in 1994? Twitter told me that. Twitter told <laughs> me that. And I was, I mean, I'm very proud. I'm very, very proud to, I, I know that like the the BC thing is cool, but for me, it's like, you know, someone from the island, someone from Vancouver Island is doing something other than playing hockey. Like that's just really, really, <laughs> that's just really big for me. And I, I don't, I don't take that lightly, you know? Yeah. Well, I will say, and I will transition here back to the United States a little bit because uh, Matt just did an interview with Chris Van Vliet and not that he threw you under the bus, but he said the most Canadian thing about you is that you apologized a lot. So we're going to flip the script a little bit. It's the most American thing that Matt does. He thinks America is the greatest. <laughs> that is so I feel like you both gave us easy answers <laughs> oh yeah like that is so to a T American you know what I mean he's always like I don't want to go to Canada they don't have good food they don't this they don't that I'm like oh you're so American what do you miss most about Canada whether it's the food or anything in between no I miss my family and my friends I'm gonna look let me be honest here I live in Florida. I'm surrounded by palm trees. I have a beautiful pool I look out at. I I can order food at any time of the day, which we cannot <laughs> do in Canada. You know, like sure. I'm living my absolute dream and the American dream, but there's nothing like being close to friends and family. Completely fair. I want to transition here a bit because we've only got a couple more minutes and I've got a couple questions that I have to ask you. Number one, first and foremost, uh, I got his opinion or his experience with it. What was it like working with Gene Snitsky out of nowhere? <laughs> oh, he's awesome. We have, we met years ago at a convention, I believe. He is such a good guy to his core. And every time that we see each other, it's always like a really beautiful reunion. And it was so nice to see him at Raw. And he like sees me at the pinnacle of my career. You know, I loved it. He's so nice. And it wasn't his fault was never his fault <laughs> you got to throw it in there um like i said i've got a couple more quick ones for you uh when can rj city expect to be reimbursed his ten dollars never never ever ever he will get zero dollars from me till the day i die you brought her up earlier um but do you know what the plan was for you and carmella before uh before she got pregnant no and you know what i'm one of those girls like i said i fly by the seat of my pants i don't ask i don't care because <laughs> <laughs> What's meant to be will be Spencer and whatever that means, you know, whatever that means, what it's meant to be. Well, and another one you've always given us is if you don't get what you don't ask for. That's See, right. I listen. I do That's my right. prep. I do the my research. The gets the grease. And sometimes you've just got to guess on an email address every so often, right? But the last time, like I mentioned, we chatted was uh, literally the morning that you debuted on SmackDown, obviously. Uh, maybe not the run that you wanted out of that one, but we talked about the last year. What are you looking forward to for the upcoming year? Again, we're heading into Royal Rumble season, heading into WrestleMania 40. I'll see you there. I'm going to my first WrestleMania this year. But heading into year two, again, you've really established yourself as one of the main players on the main roster. What's uh, what's the goals for Chelsea Green in 2024? I mean, look, I'm excited for a Royal Rumble in Tampa. I'm excited for WrestleMania in Philly. All my family's going to be there again this year. Um, it'll make it my mom's first WrestleMania, my dad's second. So that's exciting. Um, but I think what I'm most excited for is to attempt to qualify for Money in the Bank. Um, and okay, then cool. 
Yeah, I really, I really want to, um, last year, unfortunately I was landlocked, so I wasn't able to get out of the country. So, um, being in money in the bank would be amazing, but being in elimination chamber in Australia would also be really amazing. Being able to leave the country this year, travel with WWE, meet my fans, um, like around the world and get back to Australia because I used to live there. So that'll be, I mean, I mean, honestly, Spencer, I could go on because I'm so excited that we're bringing um, WWE to Paris and to parts of Germany. Like it's just a really exciting year, I think. And I think this year will be the year that my suitcase is permanently packed. That's so cool because it's almost like the reverse Canadian problem. Canadians have such a hard time getting to the United States. You get there and then you can't leave. <laughs> but leave for and I and actually in theory I am not supposed to leave still, but I ended up getting an exemption to be able to leave the country for work. But I was landlocked for over a year. Look, the world needs to see the hot mess. I'm glad that WWE knows it. I'm glad that we all get to know it. I'm glad that anybody tuning in, if you didn't know it. Well, now you know. I was trying to be less cliche, but we'll we'll stick with it. Sometimes they're cliche for a reason. Chelsea Green, thank you for taking the time, homie. It's always great to catch up. I was really looking forward to closing out the interview with one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Friends, stay tuned on this one. You're going to get a lot more great interviews coming up in the near future, but make sure you're tuning into Monday Night Raw. Well, every Monday. Tune into Chelsea Green. Chelsea, it's been great. If the people want to follow you on social media or anything in between, where can they do so? Give, well, you, give you more fun earthquake facts. Let's yeah, exactly. Let's hope I don't get this wrong because I usually do. Instagram is at Chelsea A Green. Twitter is at I'm Chelsea Green. And then I have no idea what my TikTok is, but follow me on social media. Find me. You know how to find me. And thank you for having me on your very last interview of the year. That I, of course. I don't take that lightly. Thank you. You got to put a nice bow on top of some great wrapping paper that was 2023. See, that kind of worked. We're going to go with it. That's a great place to close out. Friends, thank you for tuning in all year, but especially thank you for tuning into this one. You can follow us wherever podcasts are played, videos are viewed, or great contents created by great people at Love Wrestling CA. For the hot mess, Chelsea Green, I've been Spencer Love. We'll see you on the next one, friends.